Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast with Larry Barker and Drew Klein. The Healthy Church Podcast is an honest conversation about what it means to be part of a healthy church. There are no perfect churches because they're all filled with imperfect people led by imperfect leaders. But by God's grace, we can begin to dialogue about what changes can be made in our lives as leaders and in the churches we serve in order to better love God and His people. For more information and other resources, go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Healthy Church Podcast. My name is Drew Klein, here with my partner, Larry Barker. Larry, you doing well? And I'm doing well today, Drew. Good to see you because we do this on Zoom and and uh, good to join you today. We got a special guest today. We do indeed. I'll let you do the introductions. Uh, well, uh, Heidi Sorrells is joining us today. She's our pastor's advocate with Healthy Church Solutions and, uh, and uh, has just uh, had a real heart for pastors and for churches and, and has shown it by being proactive in uh, doing all that we can to come alongside churches and uh, help them to revision, retool, revitalize, get recharged, whatever re you want to talk about, we got it in our toolkit. And uh, Heidi, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a a joy to be here. I uh, also want to claim Heidi as well. She's not only (laughs) a dear friend of mine and my wife's, but our families and our church and We're just so thankful for Heidi's ministry and heart. And uh, to talk about this topic that we're going to get into today, which is kind of centered around prayer, I can't think of anybody better uh, because I'm just thankful that um, I know Heidi well enough to know that she is a prayer warrior. Uh, Time with the Lord is is important to her, and and I'm thankful for these resources that you guys have to help pastors and uh, church staff folks when it comes to digging into what that means, you know, what, what things need to happen to help us get closer to the Lord so that we can do the ministry he's called us to. Exactly. And, and, you know, Drew, you and I talk a lot about how do you tell what somebody's passionate about? And, you know, two tests of uh, when somebody's passionate about something, either their eyes will uh, water or they'll pound their fist on the table. But there's actually a third test, and I've seen this about Heidi. She kind of uh, leans in uh, and kind of, I don't know what the, kind of rises up a little bit in her seat. (laughs) If you start talking about prayer, you can tell she is interested in the topic of prayer and is passionate about it. I love it. I love it. Hey, and I would just say, you know, it's not something where it's not an area where any of us have arrived, right? Like we, we, right. we, we can always get deeper in our prayer walk and tap into that power of God more deeply. And I just have a desire for that and a desire for other people to do that as well. Right. So wait a minute, Heidi, are you saying, uh, are you suggesting that prayer might be more important than plans and strategies and vision and mission statements and systems? Are you saying prayers more important than that? Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. it's where it all starts because if we don't start there, then there's the very real possibility that we're going to make our own plans and we're going to come up with our own strategies and our own brilliant ideas and they will not align with God's heart. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. 
So you know, good. two statements we like to make in, in Healthy Church Solutions is we like to talk about prayerful planning, and then we like to talk about um, what Bill Ellis says, making sure it's God-initiated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, how do we do that? And what we wanted to do is talk about a few resources and uh, where you want to start, Heidi, what would you like to talk about in our area of resources first? Yeah, um, you know, we have some prayer trainings for um, pastors that might just be interested in getting um, a system prayer going at their church. You know, I mean, it's so important to be prayerful on our own as individuals, but I think a lot of times our churches um, are missing that element of, of real humble, desperate prayer. So we have some trainings available that we could send out to you if you contact us at info at healthychurchpodcast.com. And we also partner with Right Now Media to have those up. If you have a Right Now Media account, um, you can also contact us at info at healthychurchpodcast.com and we can make sure you can get to those through your Right Now Media account. Um, Just really great stuff. And then um, that personal prayer retreat, Mm -hmm. just so important to um, carve out time away from your daily discipline of prayer um, to spend longer, more intentional, humble um, prayer with the Lord away from distraction to find out what it is that he has either for you individually, um, for your family, for your ministry, for your church in in a space where you can really hear from him. And Larry, I know you wanted to talk about just hearing God's voice. Yeah, I do. And that prayer retreat is such a huge thing. I can remember um, always striving to be a prayer warrior. Drew, let's talk about this a little bit Mm -hmm. as pastors, leaders. um, You know, before we get into the prayer retreats, I I just want to say this, and I'll let you comment on whatever you want to say. If you really want a praying church, you got to lead. You got to be, you got to become a prayer warrior yourself. It's not easy. It takes time. None of us have arrived like uh, like Heidi said, but you lead by example. And so people, I, I used to tell folks this all the time, and I think even on the podcast, I've said it, the thing people need to see more than anything else out of us is that we've been spending time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Drew, what would you like to kick in there? Well, you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about times in our lives where we really go to prayer easily, (laughs) and it's usually times of desperation or fear or struggle or desert or whatever the thing may be that's a trial in our lives. And for me, you know, coming into uh, Temple Baptist Church as a replant, I was I was scared to death, you know, um, in this role I had not been in. I had been in ministry for a long time, but not in this exact role. And I knew that it was going to require some things of me that I didn't necessarily uh, have. I hadn't trained for it. I hadn't been to school for it as much as I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to be teachable. But the biggest thing, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, man, I just laid my life down before the Lord. And I tried to every week say, Father, I just, I'm just laying before you with a, with a need with desperate need for you to speak to me, through me, in me, in our church. And the very first Sunday that we met, we did a prayer walk. 
And I, I just, just like you said, we have to lead in this. And I said, church, this church is not ours. <laughs> and this property is not ours. It's God's. And so as we leave today, I'm going to ask you to go touch every room, every walk around the parking spaces, every, every place that, that we call our church. I want to give it back to the Lord and say, this is yours. Use it. Do with it whatever you choose and whatever you will. And, and we did that on the anniversary for a couple of years. And, and of course, we, you know, this past fall, we did 21 days of prayer. But, you know, it's like like Heidi said, you don't ever arrive at it. Even as we talk about prayer, I start going, man, I wish I was one of those guys. <laughs> I feel like I'm still – I got so far to go uh, to really – Almost to even be in this conversation, I love prayer, but I still feel like I, I could I could be better at it. I could do more of it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, we know what you mean. I'm so glad you brought up the 21 days because we have several resources. 21 days of of uh, of prayer and fasting. 21 days of dangerous prayers. 21 days of courageous prayers. All of those written by our good friend Gary Rohrmeyer. Mm-hmm. I try to do one of those this time of the year, every year. We're doing something a little different this year uh, that Bill Eliff has a part of, the One Cry with uh, uh, Life Action Ministries. And uh, and we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but you can go to onecry.org and you can sign up for the seven-day personal revival journey. Mm-hmm. And you'll get an email and it'll lead you through, you know, what does humility look like and and teach you how to understand humility and pride. And then you go in to get honest about your sin. Mm. And all of those things are developing that pathway so that you're opening up the highway, if you will, for God's presence and power in your life. And that's where it's got to start. It's got to start with us. So, man, if you want any of those things we've mentioned today, uh, we want you to, I know uh, Drew will do the normal infomercial at the end, (laughs) but you can also reach out to Heidi at bmaam.com and uh, we'll put that in the show notes and you ask her about any of the things you heard and we have those resources that uh, and and most we can't give you Gary Rohrmeyer's books free. You'll have to deal with him. But everything we've got that we have access to and we have the rights to, it's free. And we want to give it to you to just help promote how do we build a prayer culture in our church. Yeah, I love that. You were talking a little bit about prayer retreats, Heidi, and I think that's even yeah. a topic that is um, special to me. I love being able to get away with my team and, and uh, elders at different times and just making that a, that's some of the most special moments uh, of mm. ministry for me to be with the people that I serve with every day and just to get before the Lord and weep before him and with my friends and, and pray for our people and just dream. I, I love to dream. And, and, you know, we see Jesus doing this. This is a regular uh, part of his life and ministry is stepping away from the ministry grind and stepping away from the demands of people of healing and and preaching and just spending time with the Father and going away Amen. in a boat or going away to a mountaintop or whatever the case may be. But man, if if Jesus needed it, I think we might. <laughs> yeah, if he were here today, he'd go to the beach. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favorite places. 
That's for absolutely. Sure. I love it. Heidi, talk to us a little bit about the prayer retreats and some of the uh, things that are coming up. And if they're interested, what, uh, what we wanted them to know. We've also put a prayer booklet together that uh, a prayer guide that will lead you through uh, a prayer retreat. We divide it into four sections of praise, repent, ask, and yield. But tell us a little bit more about the prayer retreats. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have two of those coming up pretty soon. Um, one in central Arkansas, February 17th through 18th. And so the, the time schedule is kind of like, Session one starts at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. It's an overnight, and you're done by by noon the following day. So it's right. less than 24 hours. Um, so um, it's it's something that most people can can carve that time out of their schedule. Um, and then we have another one in Northwest Arkansas coming up on March. Um, sorry, February. 28th to March 1st. So that's also just an overnight, same schedule, 3 p.m. through noon the following day. Um, meals are provided and it's actually free. So if anybody is interested in that, um, you can also reach out to me at Heidi at bmaam.com. We'd love to include you. It is, it is based on that PRAY acronym, like Larry said. So praise, repent, ask, and yield. Those are the four sessions. Um, and it's a really a time to come together with some other men and be praying for yourself as an individual, as a leader, for your family, for your ministries, for your church, and, and for your association. So we'd love to include anybody that's interested in that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Drew, I love that you mentioned about getting staff away and everything. And and this is meant not to be the end all. This is the way to do a prayer retreat. This is just the igniter. Yeah. This is just to expose people to it and to train. Uh, I mean, first of all, it's not about training. It's about getting away to pray. Yeah. We're asking everybody to spend a, a concentrated time in each of those sessions in prayer to pray for themselves, to pray for their families, to pray for their churches, and uh, to pray for uh, churches working together on the mission of God in association capacity. But um, I, I just want to say this. There might be somebody listening uh, to this podcast goes, well, I, I don't have anybody to do that with. Well, yes, you do. Come do it with us. Let us show you. Mm -hmm. We'd love for you to be a part. And it we're, we're going to cap these at a certain number uh, because we've just discovered that smaller is more intimate, more personal, and uh, too large just becomes uh, uh, just a different environment. But if we have enough interest, uh, if these two are filled, uh, then we will, uh, you know, schedule some others and, and uh, make some other dates. So don't hesitate uh, to get a hold of us because we're wanting to do these every single month this year. So wow. I hope that uh, that'll be a blessing. Man, that's wonderful. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, we are too. Let me just add that you don't have to be um, in the BMA to be a part of that. So if you're a pastor and you're, you're interested, you can still reach out to us um, no matter. Yeah, but Heidi, we charge them 500 each, don't we? <laughs> Very funny, Larry. <laughs> no, we don't. She meant it and we meant it. 
Uh, we've even had pastors, hey, I've got this pastor friend, uh, you know, near me. Can he come? The answer is absolutely. Uh, we would we would love for them to be a part. So please, if you're interested, reach out to us and uh, we can make these materials uh, available to you. Drew, I can honestly say, um, I don't know that I would say it changed my ministry but prayer retreats definitely sustained my ministry hmm. and maybe even saved mm-hmm. my ministry. When I was introduced to them, uh, I, I, I thought I, I prayed and I tried to pray. And like we've all said, we're still working on it. We're still developing uh, all that. But if you're not careful, you can find yourself in a place, even as, quote, unquote, a spiritual leader, and you're having a difficulty hearing God's voice. Would you not agree with that? Oh, man, sure. And well, I was going to even mention with the prayer retreats, one of the things that's so dynamic is not only are you connecting with the Lord in a place that you can just rest and chill and kind of get away and focus on him, but you also have time with wonderful brothers that you yes. can work, you can you know speak with and and confess to and struggle with and and ask questions and have a blast and I think that's one of the things that is missing in so many of our pastors' lives is just take the time, be intentional to schedule this because you need this. Your family needs you to do this. Your church needs you to do this. And I believe that just like you're saying, what a even as you're mentioning this, even the idea of being a pastor that doesn't hear the voice of God, that scares me to death. The idea of that reality uh, is scary. And I, I know it's not God's heart for us to, to have that separation and disconnect. So yeah, this is a, what a wonderful thing to offer to pastors uh, to help in that connection and also that brotherhood. It's wonderful. You know, speaking to that, Drew, the, the two we have done already uh, with a group of pastors and uh, that we've been doing intentionally through Healthy Church Solutions, what I noticed was that exact dynamic that you're speaking about, that certain brothers were drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't even follow the rules. They were off on the side praying for one another when we hadn't even scheduled prayer. What's <laughs> with that, you know? And you're just rejoicing. And and then they get done praying, and, and they look up, and they got tears streaming down their face. And you're going, yeah, yeah. that's it. We didn't orchestrate that. We give all the credit to the Holy Spirit of God uh, for moving in their hearts and making that dynamic. Let me give you a little leadership thing that we did at Cornerstone that I love to this day. And anyone that uh, oversees our leadership meetings knows to do this now. Before we do anything, we break into threes and we pray over one another. And I'll... If we were doing this, I'd look at you and I'd go, Drew, what can I pray for you today? And you'd say, well, Larry, I really, you know, and I'd lay my hand on your shoulder and I'd pray for you. Mm-hmm. And then when you got, when I got done, you'd look at Heidi and say, Heidi, what can I pray for you about today? And, and, and we just go around the room. Can I tell you, it has absolutely changed the dynamic in the room. Mm-hmm. 
you got to drop all these other things that we bring to these deals, you know, this competition. Exactly. This. And I'm even thinking as we, you know, either we can be prideful in what we think we're doing for the Lord in our church, look how great we're doing, or we can be so devastated, which I think so many pastors Ooh. are, just weary, just tired. It's, you know, that man, when is this COVID mess going to be over? I'm I'm just, I'm struggling out here. So either end of the spectrum, the humility before the Lord and your brothers is such a beautiful uh, reality that can happen when you come before the Lord together and pray. Love it. Amen. Heidi, anything you want else you want to add? Yeah, I would just add to that. Um, part of our prayer retreat, um, is, is having pastors read simply prayer by our friends yes. before they, they come to that, just to kind of get ready, um, to get them in the mindset to, to really go into prayer and go deeply, um, uh, to go humbly, to go desperately, um, and so this is just a, a great book. It's very short and, um, there's, there's just this, this one little passage in it. That's so powerful. And I think it kind of sums it all up. And, um, I just want to read it really quickly. Um, Bill says, God has never wasted a single word. When he said, pray without ceasing, he knew that there were things to be accomplished in our lives and in the lives of others that simply would not be accomplished any other way. God has of his own motion placed himself under the law of prayer and has obligated himself to answer the prayers of men. He has ordained prayer as a means whereby he will do things through men as they pray, which he would not otherwise do. Mm. If prayer puts God to work on earth, then by the same token, prayerlessness rules God out of the world's affairs and prevents him from working. Can you imagine discovering in heaven one day that God wanted to accomplish much more through you, but didn't because you didn't pray? So that's just a little snippet, but yeah, a powerful book. So about yeah, go about ahead. How, about how important it is for us to tap into the power of God. Amen. Um, it moves His heart when we pray, and it moves Him to do things that He would not otherwise do. Right. Wow. That's awesome. What a convicting passage, right. <laughs> uh, part of a book. My right. stars. Wow. That was awesome. That was awesome. Got anything else for us, Drew? Man, I'm just sitting here thinking about James chapter five, um, yeah. where he says that, you know, that the prayers of a, of a righteous man are effective, the powerful, you know, it's like, and it's, as Heidi's saying, um, it's not because the man has something powerful. It's not because he's bringing anything to the pictures, but the the humility of coming to the Lord who has all power, mm-hmm. and 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 releasing that power in the work that we're trying to accomplish for the Lord. That's that's what it's about. And I, I just man, that was yeah. I'm I'm gonna need to get that book here pretty pretty soon here, Heidi. Yeah. That's uh, that's some it's good really stuff. Well, she it's had good. to read out of one, so I'm. I had already had this out. I'm not trying to top. <laughs> oh, okay. But Henry, B- Henry, and Richard Blackaby's hearing God's voice. Listen to this: People who make decisions based merely on what seems advisable to them will inevitably choose something inferior to God's best, which is real close to what Bill was saying mm-hmm. in simply prayer. Yeah. And man. Mm-hmm. That is, that is so, so true. And how often do we in ministry do what we think is best instead of making sure we're doing what God knows is best? Mm-hmm. And that's right. a real challenge. Yep. Especially if we, I think, love to be creative. I think there's yeah. a that. I mean, like I, I do. And I mean, I'm, 
a lot of that. I mean, God has given us creativity and, and a lot of that is, 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 is aligned with his will. And that's so good. But sometimes I do get what I feel like are pretty brilliant ideas. And I mean, I've just learned that I have to lay even those, what I think is, is the most brilliant idea before the Lord. And, um, you know, often he will bring some nuances to it that were way more creative than what I'd even thought of. And it, it turns out to be something mm-hmm. much more amazing and much more impactful. Right. Um, I would just add too that um, the Lord laid on my heart last year at one point during one of our pastor Zooms, just about that passage in, in Mark 9. And it's, you know, it's where the, the boy has the evil spirit and and Jesus just comes out and says, you know, this this is the kind that can only be cast out by prayer. Like right. the disciples couldn't figure out why they couldn't do anything. And Jesus was like, this is a situation that can only be remedied through prayer. And I think that's so encouraged, encouraging to so many of us who are going through things, either in our families or in our ministries where we just don't know what to do right. and we're, we're trying it all, but it's prayer. It's prayer that we need to focus on and it's to the Lord that we need to go. Absolutely. Wow. Totally yeah, agree. I agree. Well, so you're going to have resources available. You're going to uh, let us know when these retreats are again and, and what we can do and the book references we've had. And so guys, if you're, if you've listened today and there's something that's encouraged you about prayer or uh, maybe given you some ideas for a prayer retreat, we would love to help that help you with that, help resource you toward it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check out the show notes today, and we can we can connect you to Heidi and any help you with any of those questions that you might have. Do you guys have anything else that you want to add before we go? Go ahead, Heidi. You got anything? I mean, the only other thing that we have that I don't think we've mentioned is a personal revival checklist. That's a really great resource as well that we could send. Okay. Um, just taking you through scriptures and asking yourself, some really soul-searching questions um, just to get ready to um, spend that time in prayer. And it's all based on the the Sermon on the Mount. So mm. that's another resource. Man, I love that. The only thing I would add is we heard a great devotional here in our offices the other day by John Merriweather, and he reminded us in John 9, Jesus went. Then he saw their needs. Then He was moved with compassion. And he said, you know, we all the time think we we need laborers. He said, but what we really need to do is we need to see the need and be moved with compassion. And when Jesus was moved with compassion, what did he do? He said, pray. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. I would have said, go get this, go get this, set up a tent, get the team together. Let me show you the system that'll work. But Jesus, when he was moved with compassion, said, what you need to do is pray to the Lord of the harvest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. He's the only one that can draw those people. You know, he's the only one that can do that work. And it's so easy. And, And like you said, sort of this humanistic peace that we want to just jump in and rescue or do whatever great brilliant idea we have instead of going to the Father and saying, Lord, draw them and do the work that only you can do. Uh, Amen. Great conversation today around prayer, around prayer retreats and the resources that you guys have uh, for those who are interested. So we will put those in the notes today. Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast. If we can help you in any way, please let us know. Info at healthychurchpodcast.com. And uh, other resources and, and information will be on our website and on the Facebook page 
after this podcast. Thanks for joining us today. May God bless you. We'll talk to you next time on the Healthy Church Podcast. You've been listening to the Healthy Church Podcast, sponsored by Activate, a church health ministry of the BMA. For more information, resources, and other related topics, please go to healthychurchpodcast.com or find us on Facebook at Healthy Church Podcast.